Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. One of the things that I wanted to talk about today is this thing that we talked about, which is the 12th part of the Seder, which is the Afikomen. Also known as the dessert matzah or the safun. Okay. Now, one of the interesting things about this is, um, it, you know, this part of the seder isn't recorded in the in in the New Testament, um, and we know that. Um, but what is recorded? Um, is a lot is when we look at this this tradition that began probably two or three thousand years before Jesus um, the tradition is found but we just have to know where to look for it okay and for those who who, who may be watching and and are unfamiliar with um, the Passover Seder and, and the part when we get to this, we, you know, the Afikomen and early on in the Seder, the Seder is what we would call Jesus's last supper. So for those who are watching and are unfamiliar with things Jewish, um, we would call it Messiah's last Seder. Um, the church calls it um, the last supper where we get communion from with the bread and the wine. Uh, or the bread and well, the grape juice now, but um, that all happened during his last Seder. A Seder was instituted the year after God set Israel free from Egypt in the book of Exodus, in Hebrew, the book of Shemot. Um, so one of the traditions that, that began, and it's funny because when you read through it, the reason it, believe it or not, Okay, the reason why the tradition of the Afikomen um, began was it was a way to keep the kids involved. Because the telling of the Passover, the telling of, of, the, of the deliverance was long, right? Look, a Seder's long, man. It's, so they wanted a way to keep the kids involved, so they started this. And Afikomen is not a Hebrew word. Um, they're not sure where it came from. There's an Aramaic equivalent that basically means this is the dessert after supper. That's what, like, roughly translated. Um, but I think Homan, the way that's used today, is a Greek word. Um, obviously, they made it Hebrew. Um, so in the beginning of the Seder, when they present the matzah, they would have three distinct pieces. And they were in a bag. And I don't. I put my bag away because I cleaned up. Um, and um, they would take the middle piece out and they would break it. Okay. And then they would put one part of the broken matzah back into the bag, the middle. And they would take that other piece and they would wrap it in a linen cloth. And then with all of the children and everybody at the table the man of the house, the father, would go and hide it. So the body, or the, the broken matzah would be taken and be hidden somewhere. And 
at the at, towards the end of the seder, after they ate the meal, the festive meal, the children would go and they would look for it. So what's interesting here is there's a lot going on with this thing called the the dessert, the afikomen, and it has everything to do with the resurrection. So when we talk about this afikomen, um, this dessert, let's talk a little bit about what it is. Because what's interesting is there are four cups of wine in the Seder. Two at this point have already been consumed. We've already drank from two cups. Okay? And then we come to the point after eating the bitter herbs and the bitter herbs with the honey and the apple, we come to the dinner, Shulchan Orek in Hebrew, the dinner, and we eat the dinner. Now what's interesting is the next part after eating the dinner was for the children to go and find the afikomen. Now, we're going to start today in Matthew 26, 29. So if you have your place, that would be great. If you don't, that's okay too. Matthew 26, verse 29. All right, but I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So if we look, let's going to go from 26. And while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Now, here, at this point, is the taking of the afikomen. Right here. This is the dessert. Because if we look at this, in Matthew 26, it says, and while they were eating. So, they're eating the meal. Okay. Right? So they're eating the meal. The, the meal is coming to an end. The young child had already gone and found Afikomen and had brought it back to Jesus because he was the one running the Seder. And it says he broke it and gave it to the disciples, which is what you're supposed to do because when it's redeemed, you find it, you break the pieces, and you hand it out to everybody because it's a dessert. So what today, what they do is they'll substitute it. They'll have like chocolate-covered matzah, you know, that kind of thing. But the bottom line is that's when you start with all the other different things that you could do for the kids during the Seder. Um, the cherries, you ever seen the chocolate-covered cherries, and you stick them on the, the matzah, and they eat it. But the point here is... The afikomen has been redeemed. Again, it was in here. You just didn't know it was in here because it wasn't referred to as the afikomen. Okay? And it says, at this point, ooh, this is, this is good stuff. At this point, he says, take, eat. 
This is my body. You see that? Right? So when we're talking about, I'm even writing this down. Avi Coleman. Right? When we're talking about, <laughs> I love it. Because when you look at how the Seder runs, right? You're talking about this man. He just finished eating and now he's taking the dessert. When, and think about this. Go with me with the visual. A young child goes and finds this and brings it back and then has to redeem it from the man running the Seder. In most places, it's the father. But in this place, he went to the Messiah himself. And of course, the more money the, the child wants for the, 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 the more of his worthiness, because he's saying this is so the idea is this is so valuable to me, you can't put a price on it. Could you imagine being that child that found Effie Coleman and went to the Messiah and says, I'll give it to you for 20 shekels? But could you imagine that little child redeeming this from Messiah? Could you imagine the look on his face? Could you imagine how touched he was knowing exactly what was about to happen? So he takes it back, he breaks it up, and he hands it out to everybody in the Seder. The disciples, obviously, and their families. See, we have the picture where it just has his disciples. That's not an it, that's not a proper representation. That how that that upper room or that house was full because it was all the disciples and all of their family. Think about that. Yes, there were kids there. Yes, there were more than just disciples there. Okay. So he says, take this and eat because this is my body. Wow. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, right? Crazy, crazy. And then it's funny is as we go on, right after this moment, when he takes this, so as he takes and eats, if you follow along, okay, after that is done, the afikomen is redeemed, um, a cup of wine is then filled, and the birkat hamazon is the grace after the meal is said, okay? And when this cup is prepared, it's the third cup in the Seder. Okay, this is the third cup that they're going to drink from in the Seder. I just found a typo. Sorry. So the third cup, which is awesome, is called the Cup of Redemption. That's pretty cool, right? The Cup of Redemption. So if we look at the text of Matthew 26, he breaks up the afikomen after it's redeemed. And then it says, and when he had taken a cup and given thanks, right? That's the prayer he would have prayed. He gave it to them and saying, drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for forgiveness of sins. Now, he doesn't stop there. Right? He doesn't stop there. 
because he says, but I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. <laughs> so that must have stunned the disciples. Why, you ask? Because there was still another cup that had to be consumed. And it was the fourth cup, and it's the cup of praise and intimacy. And what's very interesting here is they didn't, they didn't, as far as the text shows us, they didn't finish it. They sang a hymn, which is what you're supposed to do after the third cup and after the taking of Afikomen. But then it says in all of the texts that we have, they went right out to Gethsemane. Right? It says after singing a hymn, they went to the Mount of Olives. So he didn't drink from the fourth cup. Why? Because he was about to become a revelation of who the true Lamb of God is. And because now he had entered into that phase when he redeemed the Afikomen from that child at that Seder and he broke it and he gave it to all of his disciples, what we would call communion, okay? When he gave it and then he drank and gave the blood at that moment, he had come. If, I don't know how to explain this. I don't know how to articulate this to you. The final phase had begun. And at that moment, because he was completely, totally revealed to his disciples, he wasn't going to drink from that cup of intimacy and praise because that would have signaled to them that they have entered into that relationship with him. And none of us have entered into the relationship of intimacy and praise with him yet. Especially because he had not yet overcome sin, had he? He had not yet overcome death, had he? He had not yet redeemed us out of um, sin, uh, slavery, bondage, um, and oppression, had he? Hadn't done it yet. So when he went to Gethsemane, um, you know, and, and we're, we're, we've talked to Gethsemane enough, and I don't want to go down that rabbit trail, but there was something that was happening during this entire process with the dessert, right? The dessert. I know Jesus is a dessert. I know it's crazy, right? Um, go with me, if you would, to um, Leviticus 10 and verse 16. Leviticus 10, verse, thir uh, verse 16. Okay. Leviticus 10, verse 16. And we're talking about Athikomen and what happened that night. The body is, the, the matzah of the body. Now we know what Jesus is saying. This is my body was broken and it was hidden away. Right? And then the child was let loose after the dinner. And the child went to do what? Find it. 
what was happening in the Seder. See, the, 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 the rabbis may have meant this as a way to keep the children involved, but it's very interesting that what they had to do, they had to seek out the body of the Passover lamb, didn't they? Because in the end, rabbinically, that matzah is the body of the lamb. That's what it is. They believe it. They believe that Mashiach is the lamb of God, not Jesus, of course. They don't believe Jesus was the Messiah, but they are still waiting for the Messiah, who they know is the Lamb of God that comes to take away the sin of the world, who they know is that this body, that's, that this matzah is the body of that Messiah. They know that. They just don't think it was Jesus. But understand what happens here. What do the children do? They seek diligently for that piece of broken matzah. So if we were to put it into terms, they seek diligently for that scapegoat. They're seeking diligently for the body of the Messiah. Leviticus 10, 16 tells us what? Moses was in a panic because he couldn't find the Passover lamb. So what did he do? He was seeking diligently throughout Egypt to find it. Understand what that means. This is hidden. And when it's found and it's redeemed, we're left with an empty linen. So when you fast forward in the the in scripture and we go to Matthew chapter 28 um And let's see. Well, it's it's we, we know it may not be in Matthew, but we know the story when they came. Um, when Mary Magdalene, the mother of Mary, you know, the Marys and, and, and the women came, they found the tomb empty. And throughout the accounts of Scripture, we're told that. Mary Magdalene says to the angel, who she didn't know was an angel at the moment, she thought it was a gardener, where have you hidden my Lord's body? What? Yeah. Why that terminology? Did she know what she was saying? No, I don't think she did. But the way she said it to the angel Afi Coleman. And then he says to her, what? Do not be afraid because he is not here. I know, I know you were looking for Jesus, who he has been crucified. He is not here for he has risen. Just as he said, come see the place where he was lying. Okay. And then other, other, the other tales in the scripture tell us they went in and they saw what? An empty... Um, burial covering or in this particular case what the empty linen Afi Komen the resurrection of the Messiah 
It is, it is the perfect, the perfect way for a child to understand what happened when Mary came to the grave and thought the angel was a gardener and says, where have you hidden the body? That is awesome. That is awesome. Revelation chapter 19, and I'm not going to be long. Um, I'm hoping that everybody is practicing social distancing and you are staying home. You know, in accordance with what the 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 laws of the land are dictating right now, we don't want to get hyper spiritual and we don't want to get super spiritual and, oh, well, God's going to protect us and we're going to march our way out. No, because God says, please don't forget, the Lord does say um, we are to obey the laws of the land if they're moral laws. And this is a very moral law. So please, please, please don't venture out today. Practice what you're supposed to be practicing, um, because we also don't want to give Christianity a real, it's already got a bad name. And then you have churches that are actually meeting today saying, well, God will protect us. It, it, it's not good. It's not good. It, it, it's it's actually shameful. Um, but if we go to Revelation 19, and we're going to end here, verses 7 to 10. Marriage of the Lamb, let us rejoice and be glad and give the glory to him. The marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Oh, get ready. Get ready now. Here it comes. And it was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen. Fine linen. God causes death to bring about Life, Afi Coleman. And it's bright and clean, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. And he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. The wedding supper of the lamb why didn't jesus drink of that fourth cup of the seder with his disciples because he was going to drink with them at the wedding supper of the lamb because once the afikomen was redeemed the final phase of his ministry what he had come to do was about to happen. People think he came to do miracles. He didn't come to do miracles. People think he came to, he, all of everything he did leading up was just a way for people to see him as the true lamb of God. He was not put on this earth to, you know, whisper superstitious hocus pocus and snap his fingers and be a genie and heal people, all of that. Yeah, those are the miracles that he did because he was trying to show them that I am acting on behalf of my father to show you that I am the Messiah. He didn't come here just to do those things. This is why he came here. This. And from that moment, he entered Jerusalem. 
on the 10th day of Nissan, everything at that moment was why he came here to earth, what he had to do. Leading up to the Seder, Gethsemane, his arrest, and then obviously crucifixion after scourging, death, burial, and resurrection. So on this Sabbath that we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, I hope that you realize that Jesus, our Afikomen, our dessert, the sweetness. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace. Yeah,